brain fog, insomnia, moodiness, achy joints, weight gain. Maybe you're thinking they're all just part of getting older, or that's what your doctor tells you. But Midi Health understands that for women over 40, they can all be connected. Hormonal changes that happen during perimenopause and menopause are at the root of dozens of symptoms women experience, not just hot flashes. Midi specializes in compassionate care for women in menopause. Their solutions are safe, effective, and FDA-approved. Plus, they're covered by insurance. A convenient telehealth visit with a Midi clinician can be your first step to getting personalized care. They'll tailor a treatment plan for your symptoms and health history, so you can get back to feeling great. 91% of Midi patients get relief from symptoms within just two months. When your body changes, your care should too. Book your virtual visit today at joinmidi.com. That's joinmidi.com. As humans, we're naturally driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search, match with Indeed. When I was looking to hire someone, it was so slow and overwhelming. I wish I had used Indeed. If you need to hire, you need Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. And Indeed doesn't just help you hire faster. 93% of employers agree Indeed delivers the highest quality matches compared to other job sites, according to a recent Indeed survey. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash podcast. That's Indeed.com slash podcast. Terms and conditions apply. This is Allison, and this is the recap for episode 217 of Alohomora. Hey everybody, uh, Kat here as well, and thank you so much for joining us for this fantastical recap. So we're actually recapping episode 217, not 218, since 218 was our live watch of Philosophers slash Sorcerer's Stone, which was a lot of fun. Yeah. That was a really, was really fun good. episode. It was I hadn't time. watched that movie in a long time. It was... Uh, it was brilliant to watch it again with everybody. It was fun. It's always good to watch it with other people. I would really like us to host like a 24-hour marathon someday. That'd be a lot That'd of fun. That'd be awesome. You guys know what else is a lot of fun? Being a sponsor on our Patreon page. Yes. And uh, we want to thank Jim Boyce, who has sponsored this very specific episode. And he's been a sponsor of ours for well over a year. So, Jim, you're awesome. Thank you. Claps for Jim. Claps for Jim, claps for Jim. And any of you listening out there can become a sponsor of Alohomora for as little as $1 a month. That is 100 pennies, <laughs> by the way, which you only have to save three a day. You could find three pennies on the street every day if you walked enough. Save them yeah. and then give them to us. And we can continue to bring you really fun things like exclusive tidbits for the sponsors. Like, did you see the video Allison and I did at the top <laughs> of that mountain? That because was awesome. that was a lot of fun. And all the patrons got to see it a lot longer before the general public, like super early. So it's that kind of fun stuff. Michael's going to do some video game playing. And that is only for Patreon sponsors. So 
patreon.com backslash alohomora. One dollar a month, three pennies a day. Well, four sometimes, but <laughs> that's only a little extra walking. It's really worth it. I promise. You know what else is a lot of fun? Reading and recapping all of your great comments, listeners. So let's mm. jump into our recap for this week. And this is on the Old Theories episode, too, which was uh, a super fun episode. Uh, yeah. Not sure I buy into the whole, like, James's Lupin theory, but whatever. It's, it's interesting to see, especially because I was so young when the books were coming out and we didn't know a lot. And, like, I wasn't mm. on the internet because I was, like, seven. <laughs> so it's funny to see some of these theories that were that were floating around and... Yeah. I never would have thought of. Yeah. yeah. So let's jump in. Speaking of uh, kids growing up with the series, uh, one of the co- topics of discussion was when people should let kids read books, the books especially now. And we got some really interesting comments I wanted to bring up. So our first one comes from Newt's Case of Biscuits, which is a darling username. I love it. Yeah, it is. And they say, I'm currently listening to the new episode, and I just wanted to comment on what Eric said about parents not letting their kids read the fifth book. I'm 15 currently. My mom let me read the first four books through and then made me wait. A year later, she let me read it, and I had not been spoiled. That year definitely made a difference because I cared about what was happening now. Before that, I was just trying to get through them, but when I read the fifth book, I understood what was happening and understood why these books are so popular. I love Potter and enjoy reading them through without having to wait because I remember all the details of the previous books, and I was still shocked about Dumbledore and Half-Blood Prince. I find all these old theories that I didn't necessarily experience so fascinating, so thank you for doing this great episode. And then we got a response comment to that one, actually, that goes along the same thing from Paige Crawley, who says, I'm also 15, and I had a very different experience. I read all the books when I was about seven years old. I immediately fell in love, even though I didn't understand everything. My parents never made me wait, and sometimes I regret this, but most of the time I'm glad I was able to read them all in succession. First of all, I really enjoyed being able to see the development of the story without pauses. I never forgot the little bits before moving on to the next part, so I like to think I got more of the subtler clues. I also really like rereading books, so having read them all quickly allowed me to get into that quickly. Every time I read a book for the second time, or in some cases seventh time, I find something I missed the first time. I'm the type of person who hammers books until I get everything I can out of them, then comes back when I realize when I realize there's more. Mm. So this is interesting, because I've been thinking about this um, with teaching, and I've seen my students just, like, reading them all the way through. But we had to wait for so long. Hmm. That was the crappiest part, to be honest. <laughs> <laughs> That's true. That's why we had some crazy theories, I think, because we had to wait so long. Yeah, over overactive adolescent minds is what it comes <laughs> down to, I think. But, you know, some people had some theories that ended up playing out in the end. So I think all that rereading and analyzing and looking at things, you know, you know, paid off. And so much of that golden time of when you were waiting between books is when so many relationships were formed. Mm-hmm. And for a lot of people, that was when they made some of their best friends. So, uh, you know, I, I think that oh, it would have been a shame not to let your kids indulge in that world if it made them feel uh, anything, really, because it's it's – Getting kids to express themselves isn't always easy, and if Harry Potter helps with that, so be it. Yeah. I think it, it's a good point to kind of talk about rereading, too. I think these are great books to reread because mm-hmm. she does drop those little clues. Um, mm-hmm. 
that you don't get until you go back. Uh, I always found that happening. Every time I'd get a new one, I would rip through it, and then you'd go back and read the rest of them and be like, oh, wait, that just came up in this one, and that just came up, and making all these connections between the books. Um, yeah. And and also for me, the the lessons that I've taken from the novels, and even though I started reading them when I was older, I've still been reading Harry Potter for 15 years of my life or something, and... Mm-hmm. I am a completely different person than I was 15 years ago. And the lessons and the stories in the books mean different things to me than they did 15 years ago. And I'm sure that that is, I mean, it's definitely true for people like yourself who started out reading it when they were under 10. Mm -hmm. And I mean, you can't possibly still think the same things in book one that you think now, you know? So definitely not. Yeah. Yeah. So that there's there's a lot of value to that. And I think that's been proven over time by what we do on Alohomora. Not to pat ourselves on the back, but <laughs> it's also it's all the listeners and everything as well that, you know, the value of the reread is is high for mm-hmm. sure. Our next comment comes from I found the diadem. Great username too. We have so mm-hmm. many good ones. <laughs> yeah, we do. And they say listening to this episode and really enjoying. Love revisiting this stuff and hearing things I've missed out on. Adding to the Ron is a seer slash Ron is accidentally right sometimes, I submit page 288 in Order of the Phoenix. And the quote says, it could be a frame up, Ron, Ron explained excited. Oh my gosh. It could be a frame up, Ron exclaimed excitedly. No, listen, he went on. The ministry suspects he's one of Dumbledore's lot, so I don't know. They lured him to the ministry and he wasn't trying to get through the door at all. Maybe they just made something up to get to him. Essentially, Ron predicts exactly what happens to Harry, Voldemort luring him to the ministry under false pretense. <laughs> oh, gosh. Uh, okay. That, yep. Mm-hmm. That's a good that's one. That's right. That is a good one. That That is a, that's a doozy. Yeah, that happens a lot, right? There's so many times in this series where something is mentioned earlier in the book that ends up happening to Harry or another character. I'm constantly reminded of Trelawney in book six, mostly because I'm listening to book six right now. But when she's walking through the halls and she says the lightning struck tower, the card, the tarot yeah. card she pulls out, things like that. There are so many of those little hints. I love it. This is a good one that I'd never picked up on before. I think it's it's an interesting, too, that I think I forget about Ron. Is that Ron's? right (laughs) like it's true like ron ends up being right in some way a lot of the time Mm -hmm. which i think it almost gets distorted by the movies of ron is just comic relief you know but yeah it's true he actually is pretty smart and especially when it comes to like figuring out people's plans yeah he's kind of got that down we have to listen to him more because he's the only one with actual magical experience yeah he knows what people in this world do more than mm-hmm. that, than yep. others. Too true. Well, our last comment from today comes from a Weasley, <laughs> uh, spelled O-U-S-L-E-Y. Weasley? They, we, I think they told us once it was Weasley, but like spelled with we, like the French oh, like we. like we, we. Yeah. Oh, Weasley. <laughs> so you have to say it with the accent, Weasley. Oh, I'm so bad at a French accent. <laughs> I am too. Weasley. To say we Weasley. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, we're not making fun of your username, I promise. I'm just really bad at French accents. The French hate us anyway. <laughs> <laughs> well, this comment. 
Simon says, I remember some discussion after the other minister that there would be quite a bit more muggle government involvement in the last book, possibly even something to do with connections between wizards and the governments and royal families of Europe. For example, is Elizabeth II a witch? Of course, the timeline of Fantastic Beasts certainly lends to a new generation of these theories. And then I saw this reposted a few times post-Deathly Hallows. All the Weasley names except for Ron are either the names of a British king or queen or an Arthurian name, and Ron brings Harry into the family, and there have been eight Harrys on the throne. Nine if you're a diehard Jacobite. King George III was deaf in one ear, and he became king because of the untimely death of Prince Frederick. Oh boy. It isn't really a theory about anything to come, but fits in with some of the readers are way too smart sometimes commentary. They also said, when the initials R.I.B. broke the internet, I remember seeing some posts speculating that Crookshanks was Regulus Black. It explained why Sirius got along with him so well, why Sirius said the cat was very smart, why it protected Sirius in the Shrieking Shack, and why it had an immediate hatred of Scabbers, beyond the whole cat chasing mouse thing. Whoa! I've How had I heard never that. heard that theory? That's, That's amazing, incredible. Though. Yeah, that, uh... Wow. That okay, first off, the whole uh King George and Frederick thing, that's amazing. That's definitely Joe being like, Haha, I got yeah. you. And all the Weasleys being um named after like Arthurian legend, which is awesome. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Are we really sure there's not like a Ronald in there or Reginald or something? I'm pretty sure there is. There's something that connects him because they're all they're all like names of knights or something. We'll have to do a bit more a bit more research on that one. Yeah. Holy crap! Crookshanks is Regulus Black. That's a- that's a am- that's amazing. Like I want that to be real. That's so cool. And how cool would it have been to have? Okay, so one family, these brothers that like didn't get along growing up, and one of them's a dog, and one of them's a cat. A cat. Ah, <laughs> that would be so amazing. That would have been really cool. Why isn't that real? I don't know. Because Regulus is dead. I want that dead. to be real. Okay. Okay. We need to put this on the radar. Uh, okay. So MuggleNet's going to write an article about it. Totally. And then it will start going viral. And then JK Rowling will see it and she'll answer it and say, yeah, this is amazing. It's real. Okay. <laughs> <Except> <laughs> because Regulus is dead. No, we're just going to rewrite the whole canon. Obviously, that's an <laughs> acceptable thing to do now. So we're just going to rewrite the entire canon. Oh. And Crookshanks is Regulus Black. That's it. I've decided it. <laughs> I can do that. How does that fit into the theory that Crookshanks is the Potter's cat, too? Um, did he go after Harry to protect Harry? Yep, he did. <laughs> On Sirius, uh, because, yes, because he knew that Sirius was... The Godfather. Yep. <laughs> I like this theory. We can make excuses for anything. <laughs> that's 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 what Potter fans do sometimes. Oh boy. Yeah. That's that's really fun though. And I'm sure that there's a thousand other old theories that we could continue to talk about. Um we'll probably end up doing another old theories episode. I can't imagine that we wouldn't. There's just too many to go through. There are just too many. (laughs) Well, that is our recap for this episode, then. Go ahead and check out all of the great comments. We got a lot of good ones this week at alohamora.mugglenet.com. 
Yeah. And just another little quick reminder to head over to patreon.com backslash Alohomora, pick up your three pennies every day and become a sponsor for as little as $1 per month. It helps us do really awesome things like this and, uh, you know, bring you special videos and stuff like that. So we, we truly, truly appreciate it. And we cannot thank every single one of you enough who's a sponsor, particularly Jim, for sponsoring this recap episode. Thank you. Thank you. Clap, clap, claps. Clap, clap. And while you're walking around picking up pennies, <laughs> make sure you're listening to our upcoming episode that's coming out. This is a special one. We announced this at our movie watch, but we're uh, trying something a little bit different, and we are going to re-revisit some chapters from the books. So we're going back to our global reread roots. And this week, this episode, the chapter we're revisiting is chapter five of Philosopher's Stone, Sorcerer's Stone, whichever you want to call it, and that is Diagon Alley. That'll be fun. I'm super, super, super looking forward to getting back to our roots. I love the topic as so because it's really fun to talk about something so broad over the seven books, but it's going to be really great to kind of refocus our brains on the, the, the narrative in that timeline. So it should be a super lot of fun. Well, we will talk to you soon on that episode then. I'm Allison. And I'm Kat. Bye. <laughs> Was that too flippant? <laughs> Bye. As humans, we're naturally driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search. Match. With Indeed, when I was looking to hire someone, it was so slow and overwhelming. I wish I had used Indeed. If you need to hire, you need Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform, with over 350 million global monthly visitors according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. And Indeed doesn't just help you hire faster. 93% of employers agree Indeed delivers the highest quality matches compared to other job sites, according to a recent Indeed survey. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash podcast. That's Indeed.com slash podcast. Terms and conditions apply. With Lucky Land slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. Dearly beloved, we are gathered here today to... Has anyone seen the bride and groom? Sorry, sorry, we're here. We were getting lucky in the limo and we lost track of time. No, Lucky Land Casino, with cash prizes that add up quicker than a guest registry. In that case, I pronounce you lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Daily bonuses are waiting. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details.